Hello, this is Yusra from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, the 16th of February. According to the Union Health Ministry, India recorded 30,615 new COVID-19 cases on Wednesday, taking the total tally of infections to 4.27 crore since the beginning of the pandemic in January 2020. The official death toll rose to 5.9 lakh with 517 deaths in the last 24 hours. The country has administered about 174 crore vaccine doses so far under the nationwide vaccination drive that began in January 2021. India's recovery rate has further improved to 97.94%. According to a report in the Deccan Herald, following a sharp decline in COVID-19 infections, nursery schools across Tamil Nadu reopened today on Wednesday after a long span of 2 years with the state government maintaining that face masks are not mandatory for kindergarten children. Students were welcomed by the teachers with balloons, chocolates and flowers to help them cope with the new environment. Schools in West Bengal and Rajasthan also shifted from online classes to physical ones today with the required COVID-19 protocols in place. NDTV reported Muslim students wearing hijabs and burqas were denied entry in several colleges in Karnataka today, leading to protests, PTI reported. After a week of being shut due to demonstrations over dress code escalating into violence on some campuses, pre-university and degree colleges reopened today. However, many students in the districts of Vijayapura, Bijapur, Kalaburgi, Shivmogga and Yadgir were denied entry into their colleges because they refused to take off their hijabs. At the DVS college at Shivmogga, girls wearing hijabs and burqas were not allowed to enter the campus despite there being a test scheduled for the day, scroll reported. Whereas at Vijayapura, the government pre-university college, students wearing headscarves were barred entry on the pretext of following the directives of the Karnataka High Court, which told students not to wear religious clothing in educational institutions till further orders, NDTV reported. Several students protested the college's stand and raised slogans of we want justice. They were eventually allowed to enter into a separate space on campus where they were expected to take off their scarves before entering classrooms. Meanwhile, the authorities at the Sagara Government Pre-University College in Shivmogga announced a holiday for the day following a rise in tensions. While at the G Shankar Government Women's College in the Udupi district, hijab-wearing students were taken to the principal's office, after which some decided to leave the campus and wait for the high court orders. The news minute reported Over the past month, many Muslim students in Karnataka have been protesting being denied entry into classrooms for being dressed in hijabs. On February 5th, the Karnataka government passed an order banning clothes that disturb equality, integrity and public order, following which several schools in Karnataka have refused to admit hijab-wearing students on campus. Three Indian offices of the Chinese telecom major Huawei were raided today by the Income Tax Department in Delhi, Gurgaon and Bangalore. The Times of India reported The search operations began early morning and continued through the day, questioning Huawei India's senior management over the financial dealings of the company. Confident about its books, the Chinese headquarters of the company said, and I quote, "Huawei is confident our operations in India are firmly compliant to all the laws and regulations. We will approach the related government departments for more information and fully cooperate." Unquote. Chinese telecom vendor ZTE was also raided a few months earlier and the government claimed to have unearthed a variety of infringements including tax evasion and accounting discrepancies the times of india reported some other prominent chinese mobile handset makers including oppo and xiaomi have also been under the radar of tax authorities 
Amidst the backdrop of border tensions between India and China, last year in May, Huawei and ZTE were excluded from conducting trials of 5G technology in India. This week on Monday, the Information Technology Minister initiated fresh action against 54 Chinese apps in the name of national security. Prime Minister Narendra Modi today in an election rally address in Punjab's Pathan Court ahead of the February 20th assembly polls accused the Congress and the Aam Aadmi Party of being partners in crime the Indian Express reported he said and i quote one party has pushed Punjab's youth into drugs the other has pushed Delhi into liquor despite being two sides of the same coin both these parties are doing wwf in Punjab In Delhi, Aam Aadmi Party only could form the government with the Congress's support. If Congress is original, this other party is its photocopy. Unquote. He further added that both parties were guilty of opposing the Ram Mandir in Ayodhya and questioning the capabilities of our soldiers at the borders. He extolled the BJP's governance, asking the voters to trust the security of a border state like Punjab with the BJP, and to give his party a chance to serve the state and bring with it peace and development in the state at the cost of the party. On the other hand, Congress leaders Priyanka and Rahul Gandhi were found offering prayers today at the birthplace of Sant Ravi Das in Sir Govardhanpur in Uttar Pradesh's Varanasi on his birth anniversary. Meanwhile, Aam Aadmi Party national convener and Delhi chief minister Arvind Kejriwal along with party's Punjab CM face Bhagwant Mann also marked the occasion of Ravi Das Jayanti by visiting the Satguru Ravi Das Dham in Bhutan Mandi Jalandhar. With election season in full swing, News Laundry has an entire team of reporters on ground bringing to you stories that matter to the public so that you can hold those in power responsible and make informed decisions. You can find all our election video and ground reports under the tag Assembly Elections 2022 on our website newslaundry.com. If you like what we do, then support us. Head over to newslaundry.com and contribute to our latest NLCNA project that will fund our election coverage. Hold those in part who account and pay to keep news free. Also, as part of our 10-year celebrations this month, we have for you a subscription challenge until the 20th of February. All you have to do is gift subscriptions to your friends and family and send their email IDs to us at subscription@newslaundry.com with subscription challenge in the subject line. When the challenge ends on February 28th, we will pick the 10 people who have given us the most subscriptions and each of them will get a smaller postcard version of one of the NLAT 10 limited artwork. Another cool thing that you ought to check out is News Laundry's mystery box. Each box contains News Laundry merchandise such as NL hoodies, tote bags, exciting books, Manjul's limited edition calendar and much more. The contents of the box are a surprise and they will be worth the cost of the box itself. This offer is valid until the 20th of February and you can go to www.newslaundry.com/valentinemysterybox to know more. Today on Wednesday, petitions of builders Sushil Ansal and Gopal Ansal seeking suspension of their 7-year sentence in the Uphar fire case were dismissed by the Delhi High Court. Live law reported However, the court allowed the plea for suspension of sentence of Anoop Singh Karayat, another convict in the case. In November last year, the Ansal brothers were sentenced to 7 years in jail for tampering with evidence in the Uphar fire case which had caused the death of 59 people and injuries to around 100. Scroll.in reported. The fire at the Uphar Cinema Hall in Delhi's Green Park area broke out on June 13, 1997. The investigation into the case revealed that in a fire where most victims had died of suffocation, 
exit doors of the cinema hall had been blocked to add more seats. According to the school report, the two brothers were similarly denied suspension of their sentences earlier in December by additional sessions judge Anil Antil. The judge had also refused to release them on bail. The suspension of sentences was sought on grounds of old age by the two brothers, with Sushil Ansal being 83 years of age and Gopal Ansal 73 years old. The court, however, refused to hold age as a sole criteria for accepting their pleas, accusing the convicts of being involved in delaying the trial of the case themselves. Convicted in the main case by a trial court in 2015, the Ansal brothers had been initially spared a jail term due to their age and fined rupees 30 crore each instead. The Supreme Court in February 2017 had sent Gopal Ansal to jail for one year but had spared Sushil Ansal. As Russia announced a partial withdrawal of its forces stationed at the Ukrainian borders in a bid to de-escalate tensions, the United States and its allies remain skeptical about the move, demanding evidence for the pullback of the troops, Al Jazeera reported. The Russian defense ministry said that large-scale drills continued as some units were returning to their bases. With no independent confirmation of the withdrawal, the West continues to remain wary of a possible Russian invasion. Meanwhile, in Ukraine, President Vladimir Zelensky has declared Wednesday as a day of unity. This is the same day that some US reports predicted the launch of a Russian incursion. The Ukrainian president encouraged Ukrainian citizens to display national flags and don blue and yellow ribbons today in order to demonstrate the country's unity to the whole world. 100,000 Russian troops are reportedly stationed at the Ukrainian border. Though Russia has always denied an attack, the West had increasingly become skeptical about its intentions after troops began gathering in large numbers last November at the Ukrainian border. Russia has been seeking a guarantee that Ukraine will not join the NATO military alliance, something that the bloc has refused to promise. In recent days, the US and its allies have cautioned about a possible invasion and has moved its diplomatic operations out of the capital city of Kyiv. That's all the news we have for you today. Stay safe from the din of disinformation and come back for your daily dose tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. and subscribe to our YouTube channel.